0: And Trista's live in Portland. I'm on the East Coast, D.C., nation's capital. We're on Twitch, we're on YouTube, we're on the Odyssey app. Astros up 4 0 on the Yankees. Bottom third already. There you go. Just keeps on rolling. Keeps on rolling there. Although the Yankees have had a couple of good games recently, so, you know, they got to eventually blow this somehow. So uh, let's see, we got Nats down 3 1 to our Cincinnati Reds. We need them winning that division. So that's good. Uh, Toronto up 3-2 on Boston. You you mentioned a team last segment. uh, Most optimistic fan bases in this study that was done through Twitter, because now that's what we do, is we do studies through Twitter. The Colts stood out to me as much as it did to you, and you said it right at the end of the break, right before the break, and I was like, you know what? We can't just let that go. If you're looking at where we are right now, Chiefs, Eagles, Cowboys, Lions, Bengals, Jets, 49ers, Bills, Dolphins, Ravens, and then Colts. They're at the near like the top third of the most optimistic fan bases right now in the NFL. My only guess can be Trista is it's Anthony Richardson. You have a new franchise quarterback, you draft number four overall, and that if you have somebody that you think is going to be your future at quarterback, there's always a sense of optimism
1: i don't understand it really because when you talk about Anthony Richardson. We don't really know anything what, about what he's going to be. We had uh, a guest on last night, and he was talking about how many ranges of outcomes Anthony Richardson uh, and, and his quarterbacking could be. He could either be a Pro Bowl MVP-type quarterback in five years, or he could be out of the league in three, playing for the XFL. So if you're a Colts fan and you had Andrew Luck, and then you've had a stable of backups running your franchise and old, washed players running your team. I don't really know how you could possibly be optimistic, especially considering your owner is a nutball. Uh, this you're is true. you running back once out, and you've I mean there's just okay so you look at the Chiefs they they've won multiple Super Bowls they have an MVP they have one of the best super uh, one of the best quarterbacks ever in history you've got the Eagles with the top offensive line in all of football one of the best defensive lines in all of football Jalen hurts played an MVP caliber and that's just what it is the Cowboys they're a team with uh, a lot of money you've got one of the best defenses in or defenses in the league you've got hopefully some stability uh with what this team wants to do and it's just cowboys fans they they're just they're just delusional lions fans one of the best offenses in the league last year storybook uh ending for the season you've got a bunch of moves that you've made amonra st brown's really good okay makes sense joe burrow mvp caliber talent uh, went to a Super Bowl already in his third year. Jets get Aaron Rodgers. 49ers multiple trips to the Super Bowl. It, it almost did it again, right? They go and and if it wasn't for Brock Purdy, they probably go to the Super Bowl last year. Makes sense. Bills, Josh Allen, uh, Von Miller. You know you've got one of the best defensive-minded head coaches in the nfl just an incredible fan base uh dolphins Tua, exciting miami mike mcdaniel ravens lamar mvp todd (laughs) munkin comes in you get obj uh and then what are we doing with the colts right everyone makes sense and then you're like colts broncos Colts
0: and Broncos? No, Broncos <laughs> make sense to me, though, because you've got Sean Payton. Yeah, it does.
1: It Sean Payton brings yes. – Sean
0: Payton. And, again, they were so low. Yes. They're coming from rock bottom. you got to think. Nathaniel Hackett was c- complete, complete rock bottom, which also yeah. I love last night. That Zach Wilson, that 57-yard completion that he had, Aaron Rodgers called that play. Like, that wasn't Nathaniel Hackett. So, Woo! yeah, even better. But, like, that's – so some of it, too, is just, like, coming from rock bottom to where you are now. That sense of optimism is, is there. Look, I get it. Uh, I remember 2012 when Washington drafted RG3 number two overall. You think, this is the future, this is it. Didn't see much in the preseason. Week one, they destroy the Saints, and you're like, oh my God, we have our guy. So you, you can go from, hey, we're super optimistic, even though like you can have high optimism and lower expectations, right? Like, hey, if we just make the playoffs, it's good. Like, Colts fans are hopefully smart enough to realize that team's not a playoff team. But you feel good that you have at least the potential with Anthony Richardson. But yeah, there is there's such a range of where he could be as a player his rookie year, let alone two, three years down the road, that you don't really know like what to even set for those expectations. Look, I said at 14-1, to I like the bet of the Colts having the worst record in the NFL. I mean, there's a chance if, if this Jonathan Taylor thing continues, I think he probably comes back to the team, but if he doesn't, or even if he does. I mean, he had a down year last year. What if they don't run him enough? And Anthony Richardson can only run the ball and he can't throw it. I was trying to find props for Richardson for the season. You got nothing. You got C.J. Stroud passing yards. 31-25. You got Bryce Young at 3,400. Uh, you don't have anything for Anthony Richardson. Not even rushing yards right now. Because you don't really know what the offense is going to look like. You don't know what to make of this team. But what you do know is at least... Fans sit there and say, we've got a quarterback that we hope is going to be the future. I, I I, think they'd be stupid to start him right away, but that's probably going to end up being the case. So we'll see what happens with it. But yeah, some of it, too, is just getting to that next level as a fan base. Ravens fans should be excited. I mean, they're right there just below the Dolphins. I, I mean, man, I see this Ravens team, and I... Lamar Jackson healthy. I mean, you want to talk about dynamic quarterbacks and what Anthony Richardson could be, right? People are comparing him to Cam Newton. Rightfully so. I get it. It's not, it's not a crazy comparison. Lamar Jackson we've already seen win an MVP. But we've always said, get him weapons. Get him receivers. Get this guy something. Something. Well, now you've got multiple weapons out there that you can throw the ball to. Plus, you know, Mark Andrews has already been there, and that's going to open him up more in some short yardage plays. Get him just on, you know, third and three. You can dump it off. Like, you, you have this creativity, not to mention J.K. Dobbins in the backfield, as long as he stays healthy. So, to me, I'm actually surprised Ravens fans aren't more optimistic about this season, right? Like, Dolphins, yeah. I'd still be concerned about two Tua and two health. Bills, they've kind of had some regression over the last couple of years. 49ers, you're, I, as much as I love Brock Purdy, I when I'm realistic, I know, hey, I'd like to see him start for a full season. I love this Ravens team this year. And there is a chance, especially if the Bengals start slow, Trista, that the Ravens can overtake them and win that division.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's facts. Really quickly back to the Colts, just uh, to put a bow on it. If you look at this depth chart, it's just so toast. It's so gross. You see it and you're like... I have nothing, nothing inspires me except for maybe Anthony Richardson. No shade to Alec Pierce, but yuck. Isaiah McKenzie, uh, Michael Pittman. I like Michael Pittman fine, but he's just, maybe he's just boring because he's a Colt. I don't know. I can't <laughs> tell if the players on this team are, are are boring or whether they're boring because they're the Colts and, and the Colts are just implicitly boring. But there's nothing exciting besides, I guess, DeForest Buckner and Shaq Leonard. And you're talking about, you know, a, a defensive tackle and a middle linebacker being some of your most exciting players. And, like, yeah, I know that when healthy, Jonathan Taylor was really, really fun to watch. But I don't know what we're gonna see from him and whether that offensive line will get back to the top five type of status that it was been that it's been in the past. So I there's just nothing to inspire optimism in me for this team. Even from like a strict watchability standpoint.
0: Oh, there's nothing. I, there's nothing. Well, again, I do want to see what Anthony Richardson looks like. I guess you could say though, it's not just having what you think is going to be the franchise quarterback. It's also, Hey, we don't have an aging 100 year old veteran quarterback that's washed up. That's going to be starting for us too. So they've gone through that cycle year after year after year. So they're not going to have that this year. So that's one good thing.
1: That's, that's better than nothing.
0: It's better than nothing. I'll tell you what, speaking of the bills, I don't know if you saw Josh Allen the other day, he took a big hit in, in, uh, in practice. And he said, uh, got the wind knocked out of me pretty good there. Woke up the next morning, next two mornings and said, damn, feels good that like I played in a game. It's football. We're out here. I like getting hit sometimes. It makes me feel alive. Let me tell you something. That's right. I don't want to hear my quarterback saying he likes to take hits. I'm sorry. I don't care if you think it makes you tougher. I don't care if it makes you feel good and you're the guy that's like, I just want to get hit. I just want to feel the pain. It makes me feel alive. You know what, Josh Allen? I don't need you doing that. Nobody in the Bills organization wants to hear you do that, say it, anything. Because if Josh Allen is knocked out for an extended period of time, the Bills have nothing. And that optimism, which is relatively high for the fan base there, uh, that's dropping real quick.
1: I actually kind of like it though, from, <laughs> of course from just you do. a standpoint. <laughs> from a standpoint of of a quarterback who's as big as him and as strong as him, you don't want a a, a runner, a quarterback that's a runner that's tentative that's afraid to go out there and get extra yards. I know that's not great for the business, and he probably should have a running game that prevents him from running the ball as much as he does. His props for running were just insane pretty much all year because he was the leading rusher on that mm-hmm. team. But when, when you're like – you get hurt when you're afraid to get hit.
0: Well, yes, that's true, but it doesn't mean you go out and uh, like try to – Seek it you out. Yeah, don't seek it out. Don't lower your shoulder. Run out of bounds and slide. Like, I'm sorry. You need to learn how to slide. His, his rushing yards prop for this year is 550.5 minus 110 both ways. Josh Allen was wow. their whole offense last year. You're right. And he ran the ball. I, I, honestly, it was too much. If you're going to run the ball, you need to actually get out there and allow your running backs to do that. Like, I, I, it's, a, it's a crazy concept. I understand that. But you can't risk your franchise quarterback – out there. He ran for seven hundred two yards last year, 124 attempts. The year before, 122 for 703 yards. That's just too much. I'm sorry, it's too much. I don't like seeing any quarterback run that much. But this guy is is everything to them. And if you don't learn how to slide, if you don't learn how to at least take hits smartly, if you don't learn how to get down, I mean the whole the whole point is you are the franchise. You were part of that team, and you're more valuable and you can't like I get it, right? It's football culture. Oh, to get out there and take hits. It's great. And we're guys, and guys are we're stupid. Yeah, it didn't hurt. Nothing hurts. You walk in, you got like a cut, your arms dripping in blood. Yeah, doesn't hurt. Everything's fine. We're all Guys are stupid, Trista. I can tell you that. We're all dumb. We're cavemen at heart, and we just make stupid decisions, and we have to prove our, our toughness. It's in our DNA. But you also got to be smart. Josh Allen cannot do that moving forward. He just can't. But the thing is, he's going to. When everybody talks about, like, quarterbacks need to change their game, when does it ever happen? It just doesn't happen.
1: Never. Never. I think he needs to go the Pat Mahomes route, which is we don't see Pat Mahomes scamper and run nearly as much as he used to in the early goings because he realizes that, one, that becomes something that you scheme for more and then he just does it in post, in postseason play, and it's just much more potent. Even when he had that sprained ankle, which I can't believe all year, or all postseason we were, oh my God, maybe Pat Mahomes will be mortal because his ankle is sprained, and maybe the Chiefs will go down early because his ankle is sprained. We were right. so dumb for that take, by the way. But he doesn't run nearly enough, nearly as much until the postseason where he kind of needs to have that additional gear. It's just a gear Josh Allen doesn't need to have, period. Right now, in the regular season, as much.
0: It's hard, though, because you're taking away an instinct, right? You're taking away something that a guy counts on. The good thing is, though, is he's a quarterback that doesn't just lean on his legs. So that's at least something that you can say, all right, focus more on... Like, he still is a, a, a... a quarterback that can throw the football, throw the football well. He's gotten so much more accurate over the years. But yeah, I mean, Mahomes, Mahomes ran the ball 61 times last year, 66 times the year before, 381, 358. So he's we're looking at half the attempts and half the yards that Josh Allen put out there. So it's a little bit more reasonable. And you look, having a quarterback that is a threat with his legs is a great thing to have. It's just you don't want that to be like a safety net or you don't want it to be a go to you want it to be a last resort right like pull in case of emergency that's that's what it should be and i i just don't think we're going to get that from Josh Allen this year and i'll be honest with you i'm a little concerned about this Bills team in general because that's Stephon Diggs' situation there's nothing that it's not like it's gotten resolved it's at least publicly i mean hopefully behind the scenes they figure the damn thing out but like it just you watch this team over the last couple of years lose the way they have You know, and you're losing to the Chiefs a couple of years in a row and you have these expectations there's a certain point where you go from a team that has Super Bowl aspirations and your quarterback's the favorite to win the MVP like Josh Allen was heading into last season to now, hey man, can they win? Hey, can they they actually get to the Super Bowl? Are they going to be able to do it? Those whispers start to get louder and louder and louder and players will tell you they don't listen players will tell you they don't care we all know they listen and we all know they care
1: yeah, no I mean that's that's big facts. Uh I think that the Bills will be fine. They'll win 14 games or something 13 games. Uh they'll probably end up having a couple of stinkers against teams that you would never imagine them losing to because that's just what happens. Um their offensive coordinator will lose his mind because he made some gigantic mistake that cost them a game. <laughs> and and it's just going to be much To do about nothing the main thing for the bills is whether they're going to be able to get pressure on the quarterback and von miller's injury was huge that was i think a big reason that it was such a i was at that game i was at that bengals bills game in buffalo there was just an absolute massacre and the bills had no shot because joe burrow's pocket was so clean And Josh Allen was having to basically try to do everything. And so the defense is going to be, I think, the main question mark for me for the Bills uh, because that sort of is the first domino that changes how the Bills play.
0: Bills still the favorites to win the AFC East, plus 130, win total at 10.5, a little bit lower. I think it was 11.5 last year. So slightly down, just a little bit. Look, still a talented team, but at some point, you know, you got it you gotta you gotta break through and get to the next level it's bed mg on the night